0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, December 8th. U.S. equity futures are up mildly this morning. So you have S&P futures up about 10 points. It's about 22 basis points. NASDAQ futures are acting a bit better, up 55 points. That's about 33 basis points. And you have the Dow futures up 50 points. That's about 13 basis points. So very quiet um, evening and morning in terms of major incremental news. The biggest area of focus is on the... Um, Omicron variant, and there was some preliminary data published concerning the Pfizer vaccine efficacy against infection from the variant. Um, you know, the media is portraying the data as a negative. There are a lot of kind of, um, you know, cautious sounding headlines about how current generation vaccines provide less protection against infection. I think that's all very well known and expected. I think um, everything we've read and heard so far about this new variant suggests that it is quite infectious. Um transmissible and, you know, that you're going to see cases rise going forward. Um, However, I would say two things. The actual data was a bit better than anticipated, I think, on the um, protection against infection front, especially for a person that is vaccinated and boosted. Um, But I think more importantly, what's really been driving a lot of the COVID optimism in the last couple of days isn't protection against infection. It's the fact that the symptoms from this variant seem quite mild suggesting that the mutations are occurring in a um, beneficial way regarding human health, whereby it may be becoming more infectious, but less virulent. Um, and then also there's still a hope that current vaccines will provide protection against severe illness. And we're still kind of waiting on, um, you know, specific data on that front. So. I didn't really think, uh, I didn't really read much into the data that that came out, um, you know, started to cross the headlines late in trading on Tuesday. Um, it really doesn't kind of change my perception on anything. I still think that people are right to be optimistic on, um, you know, the severity of the illness front, but there's still a lot unknown. And we're also still waiting for data um, out of the drug companies themselves, and then also from some of the, um, you know, US health organizations. Pfizer has a call scheduled for next Friday morning. Um, during which it plans to discuss its vaccine and antiviral. So presumably at some point within the next week and a half, we'll see more data out of the drug companies. Um, but until then, you know, I, like I said, I think it's kind of status quo for the most part. Um, you know, I you are seeing some degradation in near-term activity um, on the travel front. So TUI AG, which is a large German travel company, came out and said that they have seen a softening in bookings momentum. Um, you know, you've seen a couple of the airlines allude to that. Which is not really surprising. You have seen travel restrictions get put in place on cross-border activity. That certainly is going to weigh a little bit at least um, on travel. I don't think you can really extrapolate that to the economy at large. You've heard you heard from the CEOs of several major banks yesterday at the Goldman Conference. Um, all of them, you know, su- are, are suggesting that the economy is still tracking very strong. Consumer spending remains very robust, um, but on the travel front, you are seeing kind of a, a slight um, softening in bookings momentum because of uh, all of the headlines around COVID. Um, just quickly, as an aside, Southwest Airlines has an analyst meeting today. They will probably provide some more insight into kind of how travel is tracking at the moment. Um, so that's kind of the big major macro story for the morning. Um, on the Washington front, you are seeing Washington move pretty quickly to kind of wrap up their year-end agenda. So I would say that it, they are proceeding um, faster than anticipated and with less acrimony than anticipated. So that certainly is a positive. They looks like they're going to um, proceed with this very convoluted and absurd debt ceiling deal um, that will get that out of the way until after the midterm elections next year. They are moving forward on defense authorization bill. So the last big item on the agenda concerns Build Back Better. You still have some, um, you know, some issues among Democrats in the Senate where they are not reaching a consensus on a variety of different topics. I don't think you're going to see that bill get to Biden's desk this calendar year. Still anticipate something getting to his desk by, um, you know, January, or February of next year. Um, but but that's kind of the last major item on the agenda, and like I said, Democrats are still kind of struggling to reach a consensus on it. Um, no huge economic numbers out overnight, no major central bank decisions. Um, a couple of company-specific items that are of note, including that, like I said earlier, the TUI, uh, Germany um, comments about bookings, and a few earnings out in the US last night, including Stitch Fix and Toll Brothers. Uh, I have details on everything in the piece this morning. Turning quickly to the calendar for today, it should be pretty quiet. There's really not a ton um, other than a couple of central bank decisions, Canada and Brazil. Um, You have that Southwest analyst meeting and then a couple of relatively minor earnings reports, but nothing too major. Um, Just looking out at the macro calendar, you have a bunch of important earnings reports tomorrow night, so Thursday night. Um, Avago, Chewy, Lululemon, and Oracle. The U.S. CPI is Friday. Um, you know, I definitely think there is some optimism or comfort on the U.S. monetary policy front, in that you have seen expectations get reset in a hawkish direction, probably sufficiently hawkish for the meeting next week on the 15th. Um, you know, the market expects a doubling in the pace of the uh, taper. It expects two dots, um, two hikes for the 2022 dot. And you've already had the Fed abandon, um, you know, the word transitory. So, I think that helps de-risk the Fed into next week. It helps de-risk the CPI this Friday. Um, I will say though that, you know, th- th- as far as U.S. monetary policy is concerned, it's not really going to be a single discrete event. You're now in kind of this process of tightening that will continue for months and quarters going forward. Um, you know, so I don't think necessarily getting past the 15th next week, it, um, you know, is puts the market in the clear with regards to monetary policy. I think. Um, you know, it's been kind of an inflection point globally with monetary policy where markets now are going to have to grapple with, um, you know, a withdrawal of accommodation, albeit a very, very slow and mild withdrawal of accommodation. Um, so that is everything for today, Wednesday, December 8th. Thank you for listening.